I'm Dave Nordman, Executive Editor of the Telegram Gazette, uh, joined on this Monday Voice of Business by Alex Guardiola, the Director of Government Affairs and Public Policy for the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Alex. Dave, thanks again for having me. Hey, uh, an exciting uh, week last week. You had a couple of nice uh, nice events. Uh, you had the, uh, the release, the long-awaited uh, release of the airport study, which we'll get to, uh, but the 145th uh, annual uh, chamber um, year-end um, event, which, uh, uh, you know, watching online, uh, Congressman McGovern, uh, you know, was the keynote speaker and uh, by all accounts was, uh, it was a uh, message very well received by the by the uh, business community. Yeah, it was a really good show. Um, obviously, again, a little different than in past years. Our first virtual event. Uh, typically, we have about 800 to 900 people at the DCU Center. Um, you know, kind of doing about a two to three hour program with a lunch. This year, we knocked it down to one hour uh, with obviously, as you mentioned, uh, Congressman McGovern doing our keynote. Um, very well received. People loved it. Um, you know, he compared it to his one other time that he did the annual meeting, which was 2003. And he kind of used uh, a little bit of a story how he described Worcester back in 2003 with his son's soccer team and how, you know, there was no real strategy being put together and the difference between then and now and how uh, collaborative we all are, including, you know, the various pieces throughout the city, whether it's the city, uh, government city itself, or, you know, the, the role that the chamber plays, um, you know, WBDC and MBI, uh, as well as the business community in partnership with the city. So it's a, it was a good address, and we really did uh, appreciate him joining us. Yeah, and, and reading uh, reading Craig, Craig Seaman's story in the, uh, in the Telegram, uh, in telegram.com, uh, you know, uh, the congressman went out of his way to thank the city leadership, uh, you know, for that energy. And I think, quote, you know, bringing some order to the chaos in a more targeted uh, economic uh, approach and strategy. Yeah. And that's actually, you know, that's the biggest point out of it. If you, you're going to have one takeaway. It's just how he, uh, you know, mentioned the chaos and how it's all really come together and the collaboration again between all the various parties in the city. Yeah, and uh, he went on to to quote, um, I believe, uh, that you know the number of businesses he's seen grow by over fifty percent, uh, which uh, which obviously is a, uh, a you know testament to the to the leadership and the chamber and all involved in attracting uh, you know new uh, development. Yeah, it's it's a team effort. Obviously, you know it just can't be one arm of the city, whether it's the the government or the chamber or whoever it may be. We really have to work uh, in tandem to be able to kind of get uh, to the next level we want to be at, and you know over the past you know 17 years or 20 years or so you've really seen a lot of good development throughout the city obviously you know the big one is polar park but there's a lot of good companies who have come to the city in that time and have really employed some folks really wanted to have some more walkability so it's been a it's been a good change to, to yeah and he uh, he made it a point to uh to to single out the chamber's housing study that will, uh, you know, create a 21st century workforce. Yeah. So uh, last year uh, in October 2019, the chamber embarked on a uh, year-long study regarding uh, on just on housing specifically and the various needs through our community. Uh, you know, whether it's uh, affordable housing, workforce housing, uh, you know, luxury housing. Um, we, we really need. Uh, 
more of all of it. That's the best way to put it. We need, you know, people are going to have different life stages and we talked about it and, you know, folks are getting older, living longer, empty nesters, uh, new workforce that's coming in. We need to have housing for all. Yeah. And he, uh, you know, towards, towards the end of his speech, um, you know, talked about the challenges of the, uh, the pandemic, but, uh, you know, he mentioned about the city's next great challenge, which was that balance of economic prosperity with economic opportunity. Um, but he said that, you know, in his, you know, belief that both can be done. Yeah. And we agree. I think that we're headed in the right direction. Um, obviously, a pandemic is going to slow things down regardless, but I think that we're probably in a good place to bounce back, uh, probably better than most communities uh, throughout the country, cause, because I think that we have that resiliency. We have a diverse economic ecosystem. You know, we have uh, you know various different sectors in the city. We don't rely on just one or the other, uh, which is going to help us immensely going forward. Yeah, and before, uh, before the congressman's keynote address, uh, Tim Murray, the president and CEO of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce, spoke about the chamber's accomplish- accomplishments of the past year uh, and the importance of the chamber. So, you know, just kind of recap Tim's message. Yeah. So typically the president does his president's report from the year, um, usually a little longer and talks about all the accomplishments. So we did he did touch on some of those, uh, but he did actually, you know, condense it some and talked a little more about history and how important the, the chamber is to the community and the role it plays. Uh, you know, obviously talking about how, you know, 100 years ago, it was called the Worcester Board of Trade uh, and now known as the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. But at that time, uh, it was a big involvement in the community and created what we now know as the United Way. Uh, since then, you know, obviously United Way has become a big part of that nonprofit world. And, uh, you know, t- Tim Garvin has done an amazing job in the last few uh, years, especially now with the pandemic and helping those that need it the most. But, you know, what, that's one of the arms of the, the chamber is to be able to incubate and create a new system. So obviously United Way was a big one, but WBDC, the Worcester Business Development Corporation, is the real estate aspect that was once the real estate arm of the chamber. But MBI, mass bio initiatives in that same world as life sciences and biotechnology become a big part of the uh, the economy, we want to make sure that grows and we want to be the next Cambridge. We, you know, we have the reactory up on Belmont Hill, uh, really an important piece to the future, Gateway Park. And then lastly, obviously, you know, we continue to incubate new businesses and projects. And I know we spoke in the past about it, but the Worcester Food Hub is Mm -hmm. our next big project because we need good quality food for all, uh, low to moderate income all the way across. But sustainable food is really an important piece of the future. And uh, speaking of the future, kind of changing uh, subjects. Uh, last uh, last week, in addition to the uh, chamber's annual uh, meeting, uh, it was the long-awaited release of the airport study. Um, and uh, as we know, there are currently no commercial flights out of Worcester. But as the uh, the survey found, uh, there is definitely a demand uh, when things uh, return to normal. Yeah, the survey was uh, it was really impressive. The number of respondents that we got, we got about a thirteen hundred. We were originally aiming for about five hundred. That was a realistic number. People, you know, get surveyed often, uh, but we were really excited to roll it out because we did this in collaboration with Massport. So we had met with Massport prior to rolling it out to the public to showcase what it is that we found. Uh, David Sullivan, the economic development fellow, um, you know, presented at the Massport meeting and then again to the 
the business and government forum that we had uh, did a great job, uh, but it was in uh, in conjunction with Massport and Andy Davis, who is the director of the Worcester Regional Airport, uh, and, and kind of talked about the things that we found, uh, whether it's destinations that people want to go to, um, you know, whether it's do you want connecting flights or not. But it showed at the end, it showed that you know, ninety three percent of people would be likely or very likely to use the airport if they had destinations that they could get to. Yeah, and the, uh, what was impressive about the study that it wasn't just um, like theories. There were a lot of uh, solid numbers to back up. Um, and that's what a survey is all all about. But I, you know, as a numbers guy, you, you just have to be impressed with, you know, what they showed. Yeah, I think that was one of the goals of the survey is to get some real hard numbers around this. Um, you know, it, it's great to speak in theories and the what ifs and the maybes, but when you put some actual numbers and some real uh, solid data around it, people, you know, take it as a real serious survey, and that's what we accomplished. Right. And so that was last week. This is this week. And coming up on Thursday is the Chamber's uh, annual, or not annual, uh, but the uh, the next Breakfast Club. Yeah. And uh, and a, a great lineup of speakers uh, led by uh, Carolyn Jackson, the CEO of St. Vincent Hospital. Right. So we do these Breakfast Clubs quarterly. Uh, and again, typically they're... Uh, you know, at a place, a uh, location, whether it's Assumption College or it's Holy Cross, and we have a breakfast with a keynote. Again, all virtual. Yeah, several hundred uh, attendees. <laughs> yeah, we have about 300 people right. there. Um, again, unfortunately, but, you know, the, the world we live in. But you're right. Uh, Carolyn Jackson, the CEO of St. Vincent's, will be um, our keynote. St. Vincent's, the biggest taxpayer in the city. Uh, obviously, hospitals and that health world is more crucial than ever now. Um, and, you know, it, it's going to be an, an important conversation because now that we're in that second spike, you know, that they had forecasted back in the spring, uh, her role and that the role of the, the healthcare industry here in the city and the region is more uh, important than ever. Right. And uh, so just, you know, kind of uh, we talk about this every week, but somebody who wants to uh, participate in, in listen to. Um, to the CEO and all the other, um, you know, uh, presenters and, and greeters, and um, how do they go about signing up? Yeah, so first off, yeah, we're going to have Diane Chiampa, our chief greeter this year. She's the uh, Senior Vice President, Human Resources and Marketing and Retail for Bay State Bank. So if folks want to join us, uh, it's next Thursday, uh, excuse me, this Thursday, December 10th. I'm, I'm, they're all rambling together now sure. all these weeks. But uh, December 10th from 9 to 10 a.m., going to be live on Zoom. They can go to our website to register, www.worcesterchamber.org. Uh, love to have you. I think, again, it's an important conversation uh, that needs to be heard and uh, happy to facilitate that. Yeah. And these are just uh, just another in a long line of, um, you know, uh, experts in their field that uh, the chamber has uh, brought together. And, and again, not in the uh, the crowded ballrooms that we're all used to. Uh, and uh, hopefully we'll get back there real soon. But uh, the next best thing in the virtual world. Yeah. And, you know, this one's a little special because we do our salutes to the various businesses. Um, this year we are we're saluting Health New England, uh, Richard Swift, who's the president and CEO, uh, Clark University, uh, David Fithian, he is, uh, the new president of Clark. 
Sheldon's Harley Davidson out of Auburn. It's their hundredth year anniversary, and then uh, Community Health Link and uh, the new president over there, Tamara Lundy. So it's going to be a good show, and we're excited to kind of uh, you know present this to everybody. Awesome! And again, if you if you uh, missed it, that's at uh, WorcesterChamber.org. You can sign up there for the uh, for the Zoom link, and nine a.m. on Thursday. Nine a.m. Thursday. All right. Thanks, Alex. Uh, again, it's Dave Nordman, executive editor of the Telegram Gazette. Uh, we'll do it again next week. Sounds good. Thanks.